Welcome back to Three PKs on a Podcast after a week break. Um, mm-hmm. I am here with, on my left, my sister Emily. And you can't see her, um, that she's yeah. on my left, but... but I was going to say know she's on, she, my r- on your right, but really she's on my right, <laughs> not your right, so that's different. Yeah, yeah. But you'll just have to take my word that she's on my left. <laughs> and then... Sherry, across from me is my brother Matthew, whose voice you've already heard. I'm not sure I'm straight across from you. I'm like slightly off. Sort of. I'm like in front of you, but I'm not straight across from you. Like technically. Cockeye straight. Diagonal in front of you diagonally. Like 10 degrees. Kind of like where we always are. (laughs) Kind of like on my 11 o'clock. Essentially. Eleven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't usually have my hands at ten and two when I drive. I'm more of a. I think I'm a three and nine person. I think they now recommend nine and three. And actually, I'm more like a nine and like five or six or four. I'm more like a eight and five. You're like a a ten after nine. It's like halfway between the nine and ten and. No, or I'm twelve. Twelve after nine, halfway no, between the nine and ten. No, I'm like an eight, eight and five. Like I usually kind of rest my hands down lower. I mm. mean, I'll start, kind of, yeah, in between the, like almost the ten and two there. But then as I'm driving for a while, I bring my hands down. As you get tired, you it starts. Uh, mm-hmm. t- times start changing, and it. <laughs> becomes, yeah. uh, as time goes on. <laughs> Comes uh, five and five and eight, yeah, yeah, or maybe four and eight. I don't know. Or I'll do the twelve o'clock, the one-handed twelve o'clock. Oh yeah, yeah. high noon. High noon. Yeah. Hi- high noon. Happy <laughs> <laughs> both. Wouldn't that that'd be both hands at twelve? Though, wouldn't it? I don't know. Well, as I said, one-handed. 12 I don't know. O'clock. Both Pressure. hands at twelve would be kind of hard to steer. I think, but yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. uncomfortable. But anyway, this is true. This has been driving suggestion. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, this is just what we driving do. habits. We not really suggestion. <laughs> We're not recommending. We recommend safe driving habits. We're not recommending anything. Yeah, yeah. Which is now apparently nine and three. You're saying? Who I think so. That? Actually, fact check me. But I think <laughs> you don't have to fact check me right now. It's, but uh, see if I can find something. There it is. No, yeah, but I think yeah, I think it's they suggest nine and three because it's like, I think it gives you a better grip of steering. I think. I could totally be wrong. Uh, let me see. This isn't. I don't know. They just say never turn the wheel while gripping it from inside its rim. But. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, like the little supports the on the instead of grabbing the wheel on the outside, you're grabbing like the supports on the inside and steering from there. They say don't do that. Uh, Always hold the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I'm turning, it changes what positions I'm at. But yeah, it is no longer recommended. Um, aha. Let me see. Aha. Uh-huh. Ten and two, you're saying? Yeah, ten and two is no longer recommended. I think it's nine, nine and three, mm-hmm. because I guess it. It aligns with most people's shoulder position better. 
Hmm. So you're not like holding sense. it like weird. It's just, I guess it's more comfortable or something. Yeah. I don't know. There we have it. No, no, one, saw no one could see. No one could see that. But no Matthew was making my making driving wheel. steering wheel motions. Isn't yeah. that how you uh, make sure you're doing the cupid shuffle? Right, you put your hands out to the string wheel. To the right, to the right, to the right, to the right, to the left, to the left. I never did that in the cupid shuffle. I don't think. I don't gas think. and breaking, gas and breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think most people don't do that when they're doing the Cupid Shuffle. I don't think I usually actually I was do say, I don't think I've like ever seen you do the Cupid Shuffle, but <laughs> Ooh, snap. I do, I do it sometimes. You do it? Mm-hmm. I do the Cupid Well, apparently shuffle. I didn't know you were doing it because I thought you were doing <laughs> Drive the Car. <laughs> drive the Car. Drive the Car. Drive the Car. <laughs> Gas and brake. But now I know if I see you doing that, <laughs> you're doing there the Cupid go. Shuffle. There you go. The thing is, I w- the other one I like doing is, I think it's the cha-cha slide. I always confuse it with the electric slide. But I think the one that I'm thinking of yeah. Which is the one? cha-cha slide. Two hops this time. Yeah, that's Bow. the... That's the cha-cha slide. Yeah, okay. Bow. I'm not like Reverse. a huge fan of the cha-cha slide. Really? Really? I, l- I like the cha-cha here's, slide. It, here's what I like it's about super it. easy. That's what I like about it. It's instructional. You don't have to remember. Have to remember any, you don't have to remember anything about it. The song comes on. It tells you what to do. You don't have to remember anything about it. It's, it's like just, it's like here's what you do right at this point. You don't have to watch someone. He's just like do this, do that. It's so for people it's like, who are lazy. So and it's a line dance, well so me. it's not awkward. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're an like awkward the square, person. Square dances where they tell you to like do things with your partner. That What's the like one that we did the Virginia Reel that can go on for like ever oh yeah. if you have like a large group of people doing it? Well, I think what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have like groups of like four couples at most. Oh, okay. In a line. Do we have something that was so, like a dancing class or something though that had yeah. like a whole lot, it had like the whole class was no, like No, no, no. That was that was at a dance. So Oh. So they did yeah. do it. They did do it at a dancing class, but it, they did it with like they four couples right. or something at mm-hmm. most per group. But one time we went to a dance and there was like maybe 10 couple, maybe even more than that. I think had we had to be more than that. Like almost everyone there. Yeah. And it took Except forever. Except for me. Cause I'm pretty sure I didn't like, I did it in the <laughs> dancing class, but I didn't join that time. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. And I think I, I don't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know, I think those ones are nice. Cause they're, like they're fun to do, but they're they they are they're when not they're super they're complicated. They're like if you know it, the Virginia reel. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not bad when like we picked it up pretty quickly. It's not bad when you have mm-hmm. like only a couple it's people really doing it when you have yeah. like a, a huge line. <laughs> yeah, that noise. <laughs> make it, had to make it official. <laughs> Everyone knows that it was a side joke. Yeah. Okay. But when you have it for like, for, I don't know, 15 couples maybe. Yeah. It, it takes, it takes <laughs> yeah, it did really take long. A long. <laughs> it took, okay. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Back to the, the cha-cha slide. I feel like it doesn't have any flow of the song. It's like, ah, crisscross. 
I it's feel like doing this now. You know how you mess up eh. the cha-cha slide? You go through it, you're like, one hop this time, reverse. And then you pause the song and say, Simon didn't say, you're out. <laughs> I think that's why. Is I'm that not. how it got started? Like I someone just put Simon Says to music? <laughs> that's why I think I'm not as big of a fan of it because I'm like, I've, because that's what I feel like. It's like, that's oh, true, but Simon I don't, Says, cha cha, real soon. But I don't actually like Simon Says, I don't think, as much. Like, I'm not. Well, it's kind of like. It's one of those like gotcha games, like kind of like Mother May I, where it's like, oh, I'm in yeah. charge. Yeah, but Mother it, May I is different. Mother May yeah. I is just whoever they want to win, but win basically. Yeah, Simon I guess says. I would say there's Simon there's, says is f- more fair, but it when you play with like really bad people, like like if your like teacher well, does it, game, yeah. if your teacher does it, then it's usually fine. But if you have like you know this cocky kid who just feels like he wants to be in charge it can get it can get not fun but oh true i don't get it all the way simon says <laughs> no like how <laughs> oh like just like, like he's just having fun bossing you around instead of yeah, playing the game and, oh. and you know simon says you know Gotcha. I don't okay. know. Okay. Carry my books. I don't, I don't know. Not, <laughs> maybe, maybe not that extreme, but like, okay. you know, gotcha. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I At thought you were talking about like somebody that like does stuff that's super tricky and then you get no, out no, and no, like, eh, no, that's kind of how the game goes. No, that <laughs> name of the game. No, that's fine. It's when like they, yeah, they, they want to like boss you around mm. and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, really? <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. I don't know how we got on that tangent exactly. I'm not sure either. Something, Something about, about the, dancing. Oh, d- dan- the, uh, and the steering wheel. Slide. Cupid shuffle. Oh, yeah. Ten and two. Yeah. I don't remember how we got Bring on that. Bring it all the way full circle. Yeah. There okay. we go. <laughs> do we have any uh, Bible trivia today? We do. Is it time for it? I think so. Okay. Did Simon say? Sure. All right. Wow. All right. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So Didn't as a refresher so for um, everyone from what we had last time, we had Bible trivia. We had Team Clever Ducks at two hundred and seventy-seven thousand five hundred. And the Super Sluice at 330,000. Yes. Okay. So, is everyone ready? I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. We all ready? The first question is going to be the multiple choice, which is, which of the following is not one of Jesus' 12 disciples? A. Matthew B. Thomas C. Silas D. Andrew E. Philip Which of the following is not one of Jesus' twelve disciples? A. Matthew B. Thomas C. Silas D. Andrew E. Philip 
And they both locked in their answers. So, Clever Ducks, can you tell me what you said the answer was? I went with C. And Super Sleuth said? I said Silas. And the correct answer is Silas. Silas is not one of the 12 disciples, the 12 apostles. You didn't say Simon. (laughs) 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 Is that Peter's favorite game? Simon Simon says. (laughs) (laughs) Simon, son of Jonah, says. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> too far okay <laughs> anyway yeah all right yeah yeah so the rest of them were silas wasn't anyway next question is going to be the fill in the blank which is no blank that is formed against thee shall prosper and every blank that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn Say it again. Yep. No blank that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every blank that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. Should I know it? You're humming. Are Are you humming for the fun of it? I'm not super confident in my answer because I think the version that I'm used to reading words it slightly differently, oh. but mm-hmm. I don't know. So Perhaps well, if you have a version that can verify your answer, version. it's it's acceptable. But anyway, okay. so uh, clever deck. So you locked in your I answer, went, right? Yeah. Okay. What would you say? I went with weapon and enemy. Okay, and. Weapon and tongue. And the answers ah. are weapon and tongue. No weapon okay. that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. Okay, okay. Is there no enemy that comes against you stands? Is that in the... I don't two? think I don't Not think necessarily. So, no. hmm. There's no evil shall befall you as part of Psalm 91. Let me see. But... I almost did my math wrong. I was humming a song. About no weapon. It's no weapon formed against me. Okay. And then the the, the bonus, though, question Uh, for that. Wait. Oh, did you just look up the verse? Because. Yeah, sorry. I thought I I was trying to look up another one. And okay. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll just forfeit the bonus. (laughs) Just forfeit the bonus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apparently, it looked. It brought up the other one. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh. So then, where where is it found as the bonus? Mm. Referencing one of our old older episodes where we talked about Gospel Bill, I think one of the main reasons I kind of know where this is is they did a. Uh episode based off of this verse or a special like long episode based off this verse and I can picture the characters from Gospel Bill saying it (laughs) but it's not like ingrained in my memory very well but I can picture them saying it when I hear it I'm having trouble I think I have the chapter I'm trying to think the verse half bonus for the book 
Okay, clever ducks. All right. Susan. Um, the super sleuths. That's what I meant. I'm used to <laughs> saying clever ducks. All right, I said Isaiah 56, 7. So very, very close. It is Isaiah, mm-hmm. but it is Isaiah 54, 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. apparently, you get no enemy that comes against you will stand is something that either I made up or someone else made up and <laughs> told me. <laughs> I'm not really sure which, but I think we would say that. Yeah. But like, but that's a not actually. But it's not a verse. No. Yeah. Okay. Right. Are you Hold ready on. for the? So I get. Huh. I get twenty five. Twenty five hundred for knowing the book. Okay. Yeah. Should have thought she, to not have you look it up until I had the bonus, but that's okay. All right. So I don't think I would have gotten it anyway. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> clearly I didn't have it memorized. <laughs> that one okay. memorized. So. All right. The final. It's uh, the final question. Yes. It is a Bible riddle. Riddle me this. Are you ready? Riddle me this. Are you both both teams ready? I'm ready. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here it is. I'm not afraid to clean your clock. Christ built his church upon this rock. I'm not perfect. There's no denying. I'm one of his closest three, and I'm not lying. Who am I? I'm not afraid to clean your clock. Christ built his church upon this rock. Wait a minute. I'm not perfect. There's no denying. I'm one of his closest three, and I'm not lying. Who am I? I'm going to go with the other one, but there's a reason I'm getting thrown off. Uh-oh. Okay, Clever Ducks, can I see your right. answer? I went with Simon Peter. Okay, and Super Sleuth said? Simon says Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and the answer that, is that, Simon that Peter. Okay, yeah. but what were you, you, said that you said that there was no denying. So oh, well, no, yeah, I mean, I was making the hint about denial, but I, I wasn't trying to say that he didn't, yeah. Well, the thing is, is I was thinking it could be John, who also was there, one of, the, one of, one the of his closest three, and would no, but would be willing to clean your clock. Uh, oh, oh yeah, Sons of, thund- call down Sons, of Sons of Thunder. That's right. That's Correct. right. I forgot about that because I don't. That, that's I don't, why I was throwing me off. I'm I like, don't wait a minute. Think of him in that but, context, though. I usually think of him as the one Jesus loved. But you're right. He yeah. Was the, but then you're. But the thing. The thing is, though, is um, you said um, that Christ built. Upon the rock, right? I was like, "Wait a minute!" The, that was said, that was for sure. Peter, you'll, you'll be called Peter, and upon this rock, oh. and no denying could be Peter, even though yeah, I, was I just, thought yeah. of it the other way. So, yeah. All right, quick math session. Make you look proud. Make you look proud, and make Jesus um. proud. Mm. 
Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Okay, according to my I think I'd sung that right. calculations, uh, it is Team Clever Ducks at 302,500 and the Super Sleuths at 362,500. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, so thank you all for joining us for Bible Trivia. We'll have more for you next time. I need to come up with some other better way to wrap up Bible trivia. That's but perhaps you need with an actual wrap. I was gonna say something along those lines. Yeah, I could. I think we've gone through this before, and I came up with an idea for wrap, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Mm. So I'll have to some other time. You could make one up off the top of your head. Okay, I could try, (laughs) but I don't think I will. And I like that there's like See, even like the ending music sounds sounds like, like a, there could be a record. Are they, like so record a record sounds? Is that what the wiki wiki? Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. sort of. I thought it was Eric. Eric. Or Wiki. Wiki. Like Wikipedia. Wiki wiki wiki. What? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm getting, I'm getting odd <laughs> I'm looks from absorbing. from my right and Nathan's left. <laughs> I'm just absorbing <laughs> what is being said. Have, what, have you never heard of the sound called an Eric? When they no Eric, because you've ever heard that joke, right, about what a DJ named his son Eric, Eric, Eric. Oh, I didn't make that one up. I just, I just said it. I, I, I didn't, I didn't come up with it. I'm still, uh, I'm still. <laughs> Recovering from the painfulness of. I'm trying to think of something clever to say, and I am just at a loss for words. Yeah, I'm sorry, and you're welcome. I don't know. Sorry, I I was trying to think of things to say, and I don't know. I just had no words for whatever reason. Aha! No, that's not because when you're. Moving a record back and forth, and it doesn't make words. I think we need to move away from the, the <laughs> okay. record jokes. You're really good with puns, but that one's not. You haven't quite developed those yet. Mm. I keep trying to sound like a broken record. Ah, you stole, you stole the words right mm. out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you just kind of keep going around in circles. Mm-mm. Mm. Just keep going around in circles, around in circles, need to around in circles, yeah. around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you guys keep trying to needle me on this? Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing now. <laughs> so, um, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, apparently week? broken records. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were... Um, I was thinking about, you know, we, uh, our last, uh, podcast we recorded on the road, which we, I, f- we forgot we, when we, t- we talked about leaving the recipe for water into wine and we never actually did. We forgot to leave that recipe. I think at least I didn't, I don't oh, know if yeah. else did. You know, I, I kind of remembered and then I we forgot kinda, for whatever reason. I don't remember. I don't remember why I forgot, but that no pun intended. <laughs> I don't yes. remember why I forgot. <laughs> 
Well, I had that recently where I forgot to give someone something at work and they came up to say, ironically, I remember forgetting that. <laughs> but anyway, no, yeah, but so we didn't do that. But then after we were at, because we were at Kill Devil Hills then, and then we went to Mount Airy, which some people might know, some people might not know. That is the, uh, the birthplace, right? I know it's the hometown mm-hmm. of Andy Griffith. Yep. Uh, where he based uh, Mayberry on for the Andy Griffith show. And uh, it's lots of fun to go there. They had a lot of like Mayberry theme things. I think a lot of like the the specialty stuff and is kind of it's lost, I think, if you don't know the show and mm-hmm. it's not as appreciated if you don't really love the show. Like yeah. you got you know but some like some of this like yeah. the specific things, like the, the squad yeah, car I tours mean, and some of those things are I think that would still be fun even if you don't yeah. know the show. Yeah. I mean, it's a really, really cute little town. I for think sure. the stores of it, like yeah. the merchandise and all the stores. Yeah. Like we went sense. to eat at Barney's Cafe. The downtown area specific, specifically has a lot of like tourist traps related to the show. Not traps. Or not, okay, not tourist, tourist traps, traps, but like tor- tourist areas yeah. and like things to do. There's a word to the show. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of but stores have, for. yeah, they're yeah. more show-related like souvenirs. Andy Griffith show-themed souvenirs. They still stores. had, like, an antique mall and right, yeah. Yeah. music stores and things mm-hmm. that, you know, you would enjoy going to see, even not knowing, knowing the, the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, just so everyone's on the same page, in case you don't know what the show is, oh, it's yeah. basically... You should know what the show is. <laughs> it's basically yes. about... Get your, um, get your life right. anyway it's it's basically about this um town it's it's supposed to be kind of like a hick kind of town um but basically with um andy griffith's character um he's the sheriff in the town and he doesn't wear a gun and he doesn't really need a gun for the type of work that he does the town he Um, lives in and everything yeah it's he'll you know have to arrest someone once in a while his deputy has a gun but he only has one bullet and he keeps it in his pocket except for special occasions yeah yeah like when he needs to arrest people it's not usually doesn't he doesn't need one so he doesn't really Mm -hmm. carry one but anyway yeah. It's a it's a really fun wholesome show yeah I would say it was was filmed in the 60s and so yeah, it's supposed to be this, you know, little, you know, North Quiet Carolina, town, yeah. yeah, small town USA <laughs> thing, and so and actually that's that describes Mount Airy, I would say. Yeah, sure. The downtown area, you get that feel. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. They've still managed to to keep that. So, so it was a lot of fun. We, you know, it was kind of unusual for us in the sense of. We normally have all of our plans <laughs> laid out when we go on a trip. Yeah. And we didn't that time. Yeah. Um, And we really didn't have it planned out where we were going for sure until like two days before we were going to Mount Airy, well, right? We got, we we got yeah. Devil about, Hills. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we, were, we knew we were going to go to Kill Devil Hills. Correct. But we... Yeah. We had the rest of the week that, you know, all of us were on vacation and we wanted to, you know, spend time as a family, but we didn't really know yeah, where we wanted to go. Yeah. And where we went was perfect because the leaves were, mm-hmm. the leaves were turned. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, just gorgeous. We got to go on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah. Um, and Which see had the some, leaves some there. Some like really green grass farmland. And oh yeah, it was beautiful. Cool. Yeah. It felt like at one point I w- we were driving through, and I'm like, I feel like I'm in a painting. You know. Yeah. Some of it. Yeah. It was really pretty amazing. Y- you're that uh, happy little car that uh, yes <laughs> gets painted yeah. in. And the happy little trees. <laughs> yes, I was looking at all Bob Ross's happy little trees. <laughs> but um, but it's just beautiful. So it was really nice, and it was mm-hmm. kind of an adventure in the sense of we had what a couple podcasts ago where we talked about uh, not not planning something or what was what did we talk about? Just getting out of your mm-hmm. comfort zone. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm always like, what's the plan? What's the plan? And so that was a little uncomfortable <laughs> for me. Um, I was it, pretty much, much every, happier. Pretty much every day, you were see, like, "You're like, what? What, what are, are we, we planning on yeah. now?" And the contrast too. Usually, like as far as like you and I, Emily, you're like, "What's the plan? Like, let's do something." For me, I'm like, "Let's just sit here for a little bit." Like, <laughs> like I mean, that was a little different there because I wanted to see like the town and stuff yeah. with the you know the souvenirs. But like for me, when it comes to traveling, like road trips and stuff like that, it's like for me, first day is sit in a hotel and do nothing, unwind from the trip, and then you know get going the next day but there wasn't like enough time to do that and you know yeah so. i'm not yeah. good with that like if i'm in a if you have me like on the beach like on like a house on the beach or something mm-hmm. i still don't want to sit in the house i want to sit on the beach now i can just sit on the beach i don't have to go out and do something and i'll enjoy that mm-hmm. but i don't want to just sit in the house i want to like be out doing something so especially a hotel i'm like mm, mm-hmm. get me out of here like if it's a house then i'll like sit on the porch or something or you know mm-hmm. or l- l- look out the window or something like that but i don't want to i don't want to just sit in the house i want to you know even we were at like kill devil hills like you know i had the one morning i was up earlier and i just wanted to explore made tea and i sat they had a nice little porch swing and i just sat out there and watched the fog <laughs> roll in and see i'm kind of like a nice. mix where i'm i'm good to go out and do stuff but not usually right away i like to like wait a little bit and then do stuff kind of get used to your surroundings yeah yeah now i just like to absorb the area i want to like see everything and my thing, because I want to go out and I want to figure out what is around mm-hmm. so that I know the next day, okay, this is what I really, really want to see and really, really want to do. So that's yeah. my, that's my mm. thought process of it. Yeah. Because I guess I always figure, I'm like, well, I can come back home and take a nap or something. <laughs> I'm like, but True. you know, I only have a limited number of hours here. So I want to get in as much as I can. I don't want to like, go 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 all the time like i wouldn't mind you know if you find a park or something just sitting there hanging out at the park but i want to just go to a park and sit there enjoy what's around me i don't know i I don't know like hanging out in in a park in like an unfamiliar place would be well they have nice parks there they're not like creepy parks yeah but like i don't know (laughs) that to me i don't know Well, like when we went parks aren't really my when we went to um north carolina last year and we were 
looking at the waterfalls yeah, and we stopped true. at that lake and just like kind of hung out there and explored mm. there for oh, a minute. Oh, like that kind of a park. No, yeah. Not yeah. like in the middle of the city and you're just no. sitting on a bench <laughs> in a park. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's for whatever reason. That's what no. I imagined. Okay. But depending okay, on that the kind park, of park in the city, that can be nice too sometimes. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. But anyway, all that to to uh, <laughs> say, I was thinking, you know, like uh, we had the, the squad car tour. Cause so in the Andy Griffith show, they have the police force. You know, it's just two people and then they only have one squad, one car, the squad car. And uh, so they have tours from cars that were designed to look like the squad cars. And our tour guide talked about how uh, Andy Griffith was trying to he would put principles in the episodes you know for you to to look at and so i just got to thinking about it as far as um the topic of you know today to talking about you know the importance both of having principles you know and then living by them and then also mm-hmm. you know even though there are good principles in the, in the andy griffith show i shouldn't just i shouldn't get my principles from the andy griffith show it's important as a as a believer to have your principles in the word of god you know, yeah, for sure. Because we live in a in a such a culture that it's very easy to to compromise, you know, and mm-hmm. to do things that you know the Bible strictly says don't do that. And you you know things can get muddled, and it's important to to and especially easy, you know, because you know from the PK standpoint, being in ministry, one of the things that the devil wants to do is he wants to trip you up to get you out of ministry and to try to defame the name of Christ, you know, by saying, oh, look, this person in ministry, this pastor's kid or whatever, you know, did this. So, you know, it's important to to find out what your core principles are. And it's a lot easier for you to stick to principles when you know what they are and then to, you know, to keep keep to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and one thing, um, you know, Andy Griffith was a believer. Mm. So anytime you see a show where it has good principles like that, they really come from the word. Mm. You know, the things that um, are what people would call like good American values are actually Mm -hmm. biblical principles. If you read in the Old Testament where, you know, God was giving the Israelites instructions on how to act with one another and, their legal you know, system if you you know where it talks about you know if you know you accidentally ruin somebody's livestock you replace it like all you know just right, these yeah. different little things mm-hmm. or you know even things like when you're harvesting your food you know leave a little bit behind for the poor you know the people that are poor so you know don't harvest every single last inch of your field, but, you know, leave some in the corners for those that, you know, don't have that can come through and pick and and have something just Mm -hmm. things about taking care of other people and how you treat one another. Those are not just core human values. Actually, that's not within our programming act in within the sinful nature. That's actually something that comes from the Lord. Mm. And that's where, when you have a a culture that rejects God and the, even the idea of God, even, you know, there are cultures who at least, well, I say at least there's cultures that are misguided and they, 
they're they believe in false gods some of them though their religion you know leads them to still be kind to one another like hinduism they still believe in being kind but those concepts did not come from hinduism hinduism they came from the lord but Mm. unfortunately they mixed in idolatry with it so it, it's wrong mm-hmm. it's you know you they're see, on a wrong even path even sometimes pull with some of that because it they're nice maybe to each other but maybe not to other you know contradicting yeah yeah groups. there are some yeah you know there's different religions that tell you to be nice to your neighbor but they they came those concepts came from the word yeah and so when you're you're looking at your principles it's important like you said that they're founded in the word because you know if you just you can't do it based on your culture especially now you mm-hmm. know there's a right. big push and thankfully there's a lot of believers standing up against it but there's a big push in our culture um for godlessness you know, mm-hmm. they say that and if you believe in God, that you have a weak mind and, you know, all these different things that they're, that they're saying, you know, if you're more progressive and advanced, you don't need to believe in a God. You just believe in yourself. I need something more than <laughs> just myself because I... <laughs> Every day. I've yeah. seen myself bend under pressure. I need somebody else behind me, you know. Mm-hmm, right. And if all you live for is yourself, you're going to, you're, you're going to be misguided. Even if you try to adopt some of those godly principles, but if you're still ultimately living for you, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to follow those things. Mm-hmm. You'll find it very difficult to, you know, to cherry pick in that, in the sense of, I want to take some of these principles, but I still want to do my own thing. You'll find that your own thing begins to constrict those principles. So you really have to make that commitment to follow the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I remember too, you know, I was talking with, with a coworker a while back and they, they since moved on, but they, they were like, well, um, you know, I'm a nurse. And so there's always the, continual battle of you know this is night shift's job this is day shift's job and (laughs) you know they didn't do their stuff you know and so I forget I think I was I was in charge that day and I was asking one of the aides to do something that was normally for night shift and Mm -hmm. I they Mm -hmm. were going to be short that night and she's like no she's like they don't ever do anything to help me I'm not going to do anything to help them and it was so foreign to me uh-huh. Like that, that is your only, uh, you know, someone else doing something for motivation you. Motivation, right? Yeah, is if they've done something nice for you, and if they're just like they leave stuff for me all the time, I'm not going to help them out. Why am I going to do that for them? And I was like, well, it's a nice thing to do. <laughs> I was like trying yeah. to, and <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain this to you, you know, because right. she wasn't a believer. So, you know, if she was a believer, you could kind of be like. You know, hey, you know, you know, you could, you could kind of explain with scripture or whatever, and just even the concept of sowing good seed, you know, um, and and doing something, you know, that's one that I, um, 
you know, some of the things I do where the Bible says, you know, in Galatians 6, it says, you know, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Makes it very clear that it's something God has, you know, put into place. When you do something, it does come back to you, which they have, you know, that those twisted versions of it. You say, like, mm. you know, karma and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Well, that was something that God had that other people took. But I always think about it when I do something, it's like, oh, that would be a funny joke to play, except for if I was on the receiving end of that, I wouldn't like it. And I know that whatever I sow, I reap. So I'm not going to do that joke. I'm not going to say that thing because I wouldn't want it wouldn't want it to be done to me yeah you know mm -hmm. yeah so that it's I a know good that keeps me out of a lot of trouble sometimes <laughs> yeah. like me too where yeah. i go well if i was on the receiving end of what i'm about to do would i like it you know and if the answer is no then i shouldn't be doing it right mm -hmm. yeah um i was uh thought of this verse and um as far as uh god's word and and keeping your heart and keeping principles uh proverbs 4 um, I'll start with verse 18. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And he even says, put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Uh, let thine eyes look right on, let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. So that, I mean, it packs in there, it's, you know, God's word you know, it's life to those who find them in health to your flesh. And as far as like principles, keeping your heart for out of it are the issues of life. And we talked about guarding your heart, I think on a, on an earlier podcast, but you know, keeping those principles and it, and they give you a few there at the end of that, you know, chapter of Proverbs about putting away the forward mouth, letting your eyes look right on, you know, ponder the path of your feet, you know, don't just jump into something, you know, ponder what you're doing, make sure, you know, that it's the right thing to do. Let your ways be established. Don't turn from the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Like you know, keep that that path. Proverbs. If you're if you're looking for something to, um, you know, looking for somewhere to find principles to to base your life on, the book of Proverbs is full of of godly wisdom. Yeah, you know, that's a great place to start. It's you know easy. It's to the point. There's 31 chapters. You know, there's one for mm -hmm. generally every day of the month. You know, some have 30 and. February has 28 or 29, right. but you know, so you have to double up on a couple of chapters those months. But if you just read one chapter a day and just look for what are the principles here mm -hmm. that I can, you know, build my life on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Another verse um, that I was thinking of is um, Romans 12, one and two. It says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And then it, verse two, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's, you know, and, and we've talked about this before where, you know, you kind of see people want to, 
take their Christianity and fit it into the mold of the world mm-hmm. of what is comfortable in the world, what fits in with the world. And, you know, Jesus didn't do that. You know, yeah. Jesus, um, and a lot of times people will use the fact that Jesus upset religious leaders to say, well, you know, if you, you know, so they say, well, I'm going to say that it's okay for people to do this sin that, you know, they're just under grace. So it's okay for this particular sin. We're not going to judge them. And if somebody disagrees with that and says, well, no, the word says that this is sin, you know, we shouldn't do that. Well, you're, you know, oh, Pharisee, you know, they want right. to use yeah. that. Uh-huh. And you can't do that. I mean, you know, Jesus shook up the non-believers and the, you know, and the, well, not believers, but, you know, the religious people yeah. and the non, you know. And as, mm-hmm. like, as far as the Pharisees people. were concerned, they made their own laws on top of the law that God actually put in place. Right. And they began living up to their own standard of holiness. Mm-hmm. And they thought that they were, you know, that's where the self-righteousness came in. They added their yeah. own laws that they could keep. And they wound up following those perfectly. And they fell some of the things to the wayside of yeah. God's actual law. And that is important when it comes to doing principles as far as keeping them grounded in the word mm-hmm. so that you don't become a Pharisee, so that you're not, right. you know, living up to your own standard, right. but you're yeah. falling away from God's thing, you know, but to have yeah. from, from God's way of life. So that's why you know, keep it grounded in the word. Yeah, because I can look over my life and I can find myself in the area of being a Pharisee, of feeling self-righteous, and then I can find myself where like, oh, I was accepting these things cause, or things in my own life because, you know, I was justifying it based on my, own, you know, my own selfish ways of, oh, yeah, well, this is okay because this is and this. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, you have right. to kind of always be evaluating yourself of am I, you know, am I a Pharisee? Am I a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am I backsliding? You know, what am I doing? Am I... Or more so just from the look of, am I following after Christ? Am I, mm-hmm. am I conforming myself to this world? And I guess what I'm trying to say with it is sometimes you have to be careful because people have already conformed themselves to this world. Mm-hmm. So if you just go, oh, well, this group of people says they're Christian, Mm-hmm. So this, what they right. are doing must be okay. You can't right. do that. You've got to mm-hmm. go back to the word and have your own relationship with Jesus. And I think that kind of brings it back. And you were kind of mentioning like it brings back to where then in those scenarios where you see people have left the church because they've been hurt by the church. And I can say for my own self, when I've felt hurt, I equated the church and the people within the church with God in the sense of what I expected his character to be. So it wasn't that right. I was worshiping them, right. but I, I was expecting them to, to be like God. the yeah. reflection because they would talk about, you know, well, you have all this ministry experience of how many, you know, X amount yeah. of years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I, you know, I need to respect that, which is right. true. You do need to respect your elders. But but then there came a point where the Lord was kind of dealing with me like, 
you know, and hey, they're saying this is that, you know, that's not yeah scripture. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, I don't, what do I know? You know, and I kind of moved past the, the Lord. And so I had a relationship with the Lord and he was trying to show me that. And I mm-hmm. ignored that, you know, and so then I ended up getting hurt. And if I had paid attention to that, I could have differentiated and just said, well, and understood like, oh, they're not, they're not perfect because they're people, you know, and that imperfect behavior is not a reflection of, of God and how God acts. Right. And mm-hmm. I think if, if you are going throughout life and you're not taking time to read the Bible for yourself and pray and spend time with God, um, you're opening yourself up to having that hurt of you take your fellowship with your believers. And that's really the only connection that you have to God. That's the only time you kind of connect to God is when you are in church or with believers. And if that's your only connection to God, you're never really going to get to know him the way you need to, Mm -hmm. to where you can say, when somebody who's an unbeliever or who's well, who claims to be a believer does something wrong and hurts you, then you can differentiate and go, well, I know that that's not the heart of God. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll just say from personal experience, there's been times where, you know, I've, I've been, you know, falling away from God and, and not, you know, taking the time that I should to, to read or to pray and it's amazing how much easier I find it to go through just everyday life, you know, when I mm-hmm. actually take time and spend time with God. It's actually easier. It, it's not even just you know discerning between um, uh, uh, good and evil uh, within the church, which is is definitely part of it too. But also, mm-hmm. you know, just everyday things. You know, yeah. having having a relationship with God for yourself I, I i can't recommend it enough yeah <laughs> put yeah. it that way yeah yeah five stars <laughs> five stars yeah uh one of my favorite you know verses along along these lines i think i mentioned on the podcast before was acts seventeen eleven, um and the back um the, the um the background of it is uh paul and and silas are preaching and um uh, in thessalonica and um the people there the Jews there don't like what they're preaching about Jesus, so they start a riot, and they get him kind of like kicked out of there. And then, so then Paul and Silas go to the city of Berea, and it says this in um, in Acts seventeen eleven, uh, talking about the people of Berea. It said these were because because Paul and Silas go to teach the Jews in their synagogue there in that city. It says they were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Like the people in, mm-hmm. in Thessalonica, they wouldn't hear at all. They said, like, get out of here. But the these were more noble because they received it with readiness of mind. They're like, okay, I'm willing to listen to what you're saying. You could be right, you could be wrong. I'm willing to listen. And then they didn't just say, okay, you know, I swallowed it, let's, you know, let's go. Or, and they didn't say, nah, you know, they went and they searched the scriptures yeah. And they said, okay, I'm going to take what you said. Here's what the scripture says. And they found out that they were right, what they were preaching about Christ. And so I encourage you to mm-hmm. do that when you're 
whether mm-hmm. it's you're hanging at church or you, you, on the podcast or wherever it is, you know, as far as getting those yeah. principles, you know, don't just get your principles from what the, you know, what you hear at the message on Sunday, take what he taught and look at the scriptures for yourselves. Make sure that right. what is taught is in line with the scripture. And then if it is, then, you know, build your life on that principle, but make sure it is first, you know, receive yeah. it with readiness of mind, take time to listen to see if it's right, but then follow up you know read it for yourself and if it is you know go ahead and 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 follow that and one side note we were talking before about people having um the contradictions i had it myself where i was having a conversation with someone who was saying the bible is full of contradictions and his um argument was here's what the bible says but then here's what christians do it's just kind of that same kind of thing we were saying where it was like a real that's not a contradiction of the bible that was people's behavior application and that's why it's important Mm -hmm. for you to know here's what the bible says Mm. yeah and you know obviously with an unbeliever you're gonna they're not gonna necessarily believe the bible you know right so it can be difficult to have like a persuasive conversation with them all the way. I mean, when they're ready and searching for something, they will, you can show them scripture and they start to receive it. But mm-hmm. when you are talking with Phil believer and there's that conversation of, well, uh, you know, that's an old fashioned idea. You know, we right. don't need that. You know, you, right. you know, you can, if you are in the word you know, you're going to know scriptures that you can show them. And if they're a true believer, you know, you should be able to present the scripture and say, well, I see this scripture that says this. And that's why, that's why I believe this way. You know, that's what's, you know, that's why I say this, you know, and if they still don't believe it, you know, you got to let that go and let that be, between them and God. Mm -hmm. But if you yourself are in the word, you know, I've actually been able to, I find that the most effective way to reason with people that are believers is through the word. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you'll find sometimes when people are trying to say, well, you're just this, this and this, and they're trying to pin all this stuff on you. And then you start bringing up a scripture not in a haughty manner, just saying, well, this is why I say this, you know, this is where I'm coming from. They kind of stop and they're like, oh, (laughs) you know, they kind of, and it, you know, the thing about the word, the word of God brings peace, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you really, I mean, if you, if you, I mean, obviously the, the other person could try to still continue to be argumentative and bring strife, but generally once you start, if you come from a spirit of humility, not I'm going to show you scripture and show you where you're wrong. Obviously mm-hmm, you're not right. in the right spirit. Right. Um, but if you're just simply saying, let me show you, you know, where I'm coming from here. A lot of times it also helps to squelch that, you know, dissension of like, you know, and it's like, Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't think about that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if they also, if you show them scripture and they get mad and they don't want to believe it, that's a good indication that maybe they're not where they need to be with the Lord because yeah. a true believer, mm-hmm. if, if you show them something in the scripture, that even if they're not like, even if they don't interpret it the same way, they're going to 
they're going to look at it again and just say, okay, you know, cause I've right. had some discussions with people that have different theology than I do. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask them like, well, where's your scripture that makes you believe that? And then they'll bring me some, you know, they'll give me some and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't, and I don't <laughs> interpret that that way, but I'll right. sit there and be like, let me look at it again. You know, I'll, I'll go home mm-hmm. and reread that verse and just go, okay, you know, and there've been some times where I'm like, oh yeah, that does say that that way. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. or there's some times where I'm like, I still don't see where they're pulling that idea out of there, but, mm-hmm. or but sometimes it, I see, you know, the, these other scriptures that say something different. Yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you compare this scripture with these other verses, you know, that's how you can interpret it. But mm-hmm. a, a true believer is not going to get angry at you when you right. present, you know, present your God. your biblical foundation for your principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one uh, thing that I was thought about just sort of talking here, uh, we talked, uh, we mentioned a couple times the case for Christ by Lee Strobel, and it was mm-hmm. uh, he was an atheist who thought it was crazy, and he actually went in to try to disprove that it was legit. But as he got to st- to study it he couldn't disprove it in fact he found very compelling proof that it was yeah you know legitimate but one of the things he said in the book he said that the idea of bringing peace because if it was all you know legitimate and he based his his life his, his principles on what jesus said to do then he could have full assurance that whatever he was doing was absolutely right Mm-hmm. Because like in society you have oh is this right is this right majority is always right or whatever you know kind of different things mm-hmm. where right, is the yeah. majority saying this is this right how's right or wrong shifting, but if you are firm in your belief that Jesus really is the Son of God died on a cross and rose from the dead the Bible is true, then I know that whenever I'm doing what Jesus said to do, mm-hmm. then I'm doing what is absolutely right and that doesn't change and that brings yeah. you p- yeah. peace in what's going. Peace you know, crazy around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd interject that. Yeah. Cause, and you have to be careful again, not falling for the ideology of the world because the world will tell you there is no absolute right. There is no absolute truth that your truth may be different than my truth. And what's right for you might be different than what's right for me. But there, you know, Jesus is the standard of what is absolute truth. You know, he is truth mm-hmm. and what is right and wrong and uh so that's that's a great point that you know when you are following after jesus even if you yourself make mistakes in the process and you will you know um Mm -hmm. you don't have to beat yourself down about it but you can have peace that you are following after the absolute right way you know the absolute truth Yeah. yeah All right, so we uh, close in prayer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for this time that we've had together recording this podcast. Um, Lord, I lift up uh, each of us here, Lord, and all all of those listening. Lord, I ask that you would um, just uh, guide us, Lord, to your word, um, that we would uh, read your word, and that we would see the principles that you have for us, Lord, to, to live by following after after. Jesus, and after all the things that you have in your word, Lord, and I ask that you would give us 
um, the the strength of character, Lord, to uh, walk in these things um, in our daily lives, Lord, and that you would um, be with us and, and guide us in our lives to to be pleasing to you and glorifying you with everything that we do, Lord. I, I plead the blood of Jesus over um, all of us that you keep us safe uh, as we go about our, our week and everything we do until we come to record and to listen again. And I thank you for all these things. In, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. That, that, that's you. all, folks. No, yeah. Not quite. The <laughs> saying, as always, yeah. you can always find us on Facebook, Facebook. YouTube, yeah. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify and TuneIn. Tune in. That's always one. I'm like, there's always one that I. <laughs> Yeah. Tune in. Tune in. And if yep. you have questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. We have, For sure. You can mm-hmm. you know message us on Facebook or um, you can email us at three PKs at Iabound.org. So that's the numer- numerator three. <laughs> numerator three. <laughs> numerator. <laughs> As yeah. opposed to the, uh, the, the word three, but the number three yeah. and PKS at iabound.org. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. At least for this week. <laughs> yes. All right. Until next time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I. I don't know what else to say. We have nothing clever to say. <laughs> Just next time on 3PKs on the podcast.